first reading is from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 12 to 20. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. And so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. Thank you very much, Luella. Now, did you notice in that reading how many times a couple of words are mentioned? Let's just have a look. On the screens, you'll see uh, the reading. There it is. It's quite small. But did you notice how many times the word body was mentioned? It's 13. 13 times. And did you notice how many times the word one was mentioned? Now, the, it's nine. So in those small little verses, uh, the one word's mentioned 13 times and another nine. Uh, do you think Paul's trying to tell us something? That there's one body. You see, that's a big idea. And so straight, right at the top, here's the big idea we're learning today, that we're all part of the one body, the church. Can we do that? So it's just three simple actions. We're all part of the one body, the church. We're all part of the one body, the church. And Paul's saying, look, you heard all those pieces of the, the puzzle, aren't you? Here are the different parts of the body we learned by the learning, our little quiz. And you don't say, oh, that's my arm body, uh, that's my leg body, that's my head body. No, it's one body, isn't it? It's all different parts, but one body. Now, I love, I really love hearing how different people come to know Jesus. Uh, so some people uh, come to know Jesus when... They are uh, babies. It's not mine. Um, little babies. They hear about Jesus when they're babies. That's amazing, isn't it? We hear about Jesus when we're children, uh, and then we put our trust in Jesus. Uh, other people, maybe, if I find my right thing, oh, hear about Jesus maybe at school, or from a friend, uh, going along maybe at a Christian union, or, or maybe brought along to a youth group. It's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, other people... I uh, hear about Jesus uh, at work. Oh, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not going to tie a tie. It'll be embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> um, we hear about at work or university. Uh, somebody tells us, and then that's where we come to know Jesus. But other people maybe um, hear about Jesus when life changes, when you've suddenly got to become familiar with these, uh, and just a whole different stage of life. Maybe we're having children. Uh, some people think, well, actually, maybe there is more to life here. And they become Christians when they're a big life stage. Other people, um, 
become Christians when something big, unexpected, changes everybody's world for the difference. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but maybe, obviously the pandemic is a big example, isn't it? Of just ways that it's just completely unexpected of going on. Now, loads of different stories. But actually, all those different stories, all the different examples we've got here, actually, they're all the same in some way, aren't they? Because really, they're all the same because they're all about some people who didn't want to be friends with Jesus, didn't want to know Jesus, and then Jesus did something amazing. He made them friends of himself. He brought them into his body, into his family, by dying on the cross. And gave them his spirit as a guarantee. So we have lots of different stories, but really they're all the same. Because we've all been given the same spirit the same way into God's family. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, it means if you are young, you're part of God's body. If you're old, if you're a girl, if you're a boy, if you're rich, or if you're poor. If you can read, or if you can't read. Uh, if you like books, or maybe you like films. Uh, if you like organ music, or, or maybe you prefer some drums. Uh, if you're a, a doctor, or if you go to school. Uh, if you're a builder, or if you're retired. Oh, if you like, you're good with your hands. Or maybe you're good with words. Uh, maybe you're, you're good with numbers and good with maths. Or maybe actually you're just more craft orientated. Uh, maybe you've just become a Christian. Or maybe you've been a Christian for decades. Many different parts of the body, many different types of people but all the same Lord, all part of the same body. We're all different. Just, just looking around the room, we're, we're all different, aren't we? Uh, we all probably fit into one of these different categories, but we're all part of the one body. We're all part of the one body, all different, but part of the same body because we trust the same Lord. Do you remember? We're all part of the church, of the one body, the church. We're all part of the one body, the church. Do you remember that? Uh, and so actually, the reason we're part of the body is not because of we're special. Do you remember in that, that passage there? It said, oh, uh, Paul said in verse 15, because I'm a hand, I don't belong to the body. Or verse 16, uh, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body. That's nonsense, isn't it? Nonsense. No, we're part of the body because we've been given the Spirit, the one Spirit. We might look different, we might have different gifts and different abilities, but we're all part of the one body. We are all part of the one body, the church. But what's that going to mean? 
Well, it means we need each other. The second reading is taken from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 21 to 26. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Thank you, Luella. Your body's amazing, isn't it? Just the way that you can just... But move your hand in the right place just to be getting the perfect weight on the shuttle and just moving things without really knowing. You can just sort of do it and just get the perfect weight just to catch it up again. It's am- <laughs> um, but it's amazing that you can do things like that. Or just a band like Alison playing the piano. I can't- That's amazing. Just moving your-, your fingers in the right way. Or maybe it's not... Uh, Maybe it's football. Maybe you just like thinking that you get your feet up and see. Yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> Going off there. Or maybe actually your thing is, uh, is Lego. Just those tiny little things, particularly those flat blocks that kind of really thin. You want to get your nail underneath to crimp and get up. But just knowing where to put stuff in the right place. Or, uh, or driving a car. Like when I learned to drive a car, I just, I couldn't get how my, my grandfather could drive in his 80s, and I, a 17 year old lad, couldn't. It annoyed me so much. Um, but it's really tough, isn't it? But then you get it, and it becomes natural, and you can do things with your feet and your hands, and it's just amazing. All your parts working together. Well, this is a particular favourite of mine. Uh, just eating. Just put it in the mouth. Hmm. One minute. Just amazing. Look, your mouth working, sending stuff, and then it's your body inside your body is turning this delightful, delightful hot crust bun into energy to work and send out. And even actually, the other thing I like to do is just um, when you're feeling a bit tired and you just want a little nap and a little, a little sit down. Like sleep even is amazing, isn't it? Your body working to recuperate yourself. All those different parts working. It's amazing your body, isn't it? And those are the few simple examples of things that we might do all the time. Loads of different parts of the body working together to help you live, work, breathe, play. And that's exactly what we heard about in our reading. Lots of different parts of the body working together. Uh, and I suppose, and we feel that, don't we? Not simply the positive, but when you've, the negative. Maybe when one part of the body isn't working like it used to. You recognise that, that, that sort of something's not right. You feel it. You feel something's not there. It's not clicking. Uh, we need the parts of our body to work together. Now remember, we've already said, 
and our actions, we're all part of the one body, the church. Well, we're going to keep going with that theme, but this time we're asking about what we're doing, how we need each other. And this is where we need our PowerPoint up on the screens. So this is again our text. It's very small, isn't it? You can't read it from there. Uh, I'm not expecting you to. But I'm just going to draw out two verses from there, two words that you might be able to see. Um, verse 18 and verse 24. But in fact, God has placed the parts of the bo- parts in the body. Verse 18. Verse 24. But God has put the body together. God has put the body together. God has placed the parts of the body side by side. God has put the body together. God wants you here. He has placed you as part of the body. And he's given us all different parts of the body, hasn't he? All different ways, different types of people. Because all the parts of the body work together to help the body grow up grow up. And that's why sometimes church in lockdown can be so hard, can't it? Because actually one of the most important parts of church is when we hear this sound. I know, a bit worried, don't you? It's carpet, I figured it'd be okay if it drops, but no, it's the clinking of coffee cups. That sound that, that happens after church when the parts of the body gather together. When we go and we help and support one another. When we, we remember saying, oh, uh, how was your child's birthday? Or how was that hospital appointment? Or we remember, again, that, oh, how, how has that, that week been? How, how can I pray for you? Or, or better still, can we pray now for you? It reminds us of how we can love and serve each other, both on a Sunday, but also outside in the week. Uh, It's that ministry, isn't it, of someone who can have a shoulder to cry on and to raise a smile in a tough week. And look around. We need each other to do that. I need you. You need each other. And God has brought it together whether we're old or young, boys or girls, or however we want to look at those lists. God has brought together the parts of the body to help each other. So we can add to our little list. Remember we had, uh, we're all part of the one body, the church. Well, here we go. We're, We're all part of the one body, the church, and we've all got a part to play. Can we add to that? So we're all part of the one body, the church, and we've all got a part to play. Simple message, isn't it, really? But it can be quite complicated or profound or deep as we work that out. As we work about that today in in lockdown, we wear masks and we we leave church not able to talk to each other. But you, You could come to coffee and Zoom afterwards. You could write a note and put someone to the doorstep. You could give them a phone call. There's all sorts of ways. But also, what will that mean to be there for each other when we can come back? What does it mean actually even now to be in the church building, to to see people above their their masks? Let me just give you two ways 
that this is really going to work itself out in person. And these are both some for now and some for later. Here's one way that we need each other. Uh, our Sunday school groups, our children's groups. I don't know if you knew, but if we, if we could start next week, if we were allowed to, in government regulations, to go back to have our full groups, we couldn't. Because we don't have enough servants and leaders and parts of the body to help us. We desperately need some more helpers, more leaders, to help us to help the, the young parts of the body to grow up. Might that be you? It, please just give me, just drop me a line and we can have a chat. Oh, here's another one. At the moment, it can take three or four people to, to run the, the tech team at the back, depending on the types of service we're doing. And we're really short. Imagine if 20 of us, 20 or even 30, said, I'm just going to get trained up on the PowerPoint. If 20 or 30 of us did that, we'd do it like two or three times a year. So imagine that. We just say, actually, I, I can run a computer. Uh, I, I'm confident in Matt's ability to teach. So I'm going to uh, go and we're going to learn. And we could serve and grow. And those are just two formal ways, aren't they? But there's loads of other ways we might do. How can we write cards? How can we encourage? How can we hang around? How can we build each other up? Because we need you. Because you are part of the body. And do that not just on Sunday, but all throughout the week. Remember, we're all part of the one body, the church. And we all have a part to play. You belong here because Jesus loves you and we love you. You are part of the body. And so let's make sure we treat people like that, both in public and in private. And let's think, how can we build up and serve each other better? How can we remember we're all part of the one body, the church, and we all have a part to play? I'm going to say a little prayer now, then I'll hand over to Judith. Father, thank you so much that you have brought the parts of the body together. Thank you that we are all loved and valued and accepted and given dignity because of Jesus. And we've been given the same spirit. Thank you that you've given us lots of different ways that we can serve and love each other. Help us all to know that today we are all part of the one body, your church, and help us to think what part might we play today, tomorrow, in six months' time to serve and love one another. Amen.